Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to episode 90. You, of course, are listening to the Sports Abyss with Fuckface and the Ball Gag. Uh, uh, I'm the Ball Gag, as you know. Um, I've got a couple fuckfaces with me here tonight. Both of them calling the Sportive Hotline. One of them is one Clarence Swamptown. What's up, fuckers? And Stu. Hi, Stu. Hey, guys. How's it going? Ah, I love that intro. Um, this is going to be a short one. Let's call this a uh, shortive because um, this is the ain't shit going on week. Um, I don't yep. think uh, yep. I think we're we're ready to be done um, um, with the wolves. Go for hoops. Go for hockey. The twins and the wild in general, and just pretend that they don't exist anymore because they're all fucking brutal. One hundred percent of them. Um, I have nothing more to say. I hate them all. Fire everybody. And I know that that's a bit. Clarence, but it's actually yeah. coming true. You've said it as a joke so many times that it's somehow like a self-fulfilling prophecy. That's all of Minnesota, weird, they actually do need to all be fired. Naked boobs, naked boobs, naked boobs, naked boobs. <laughs> and I just went to deadspin.com and that's what I saw. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, that was really something else, wasn't it? Yeah, really Holy clever. Cow. Really clever, yeah, guys. Sitting there at work and they did, they did put the tag on it, so I, I, I wow. did not click. But not safe for work is I'm, I'm, maybe it's sort of overused now because I just figured. I mean, I don't know. I didn't Nip figure. Slip. I didn't. I didn't plan on that. Yeah, yeah, something like that, or some swears or something. But uh, yeah. nope, that was just hardcore fucking. <laughs> yeah, they, they did not lie about it. That's as, straight ahead. It's as dirty as it gets. Um. As mentioned, there's absolutely nothing going on in the sports world. We, uh, uh, I think, I think we tired ourselves out from uh, Ball Gazi already. Um, oh yeah, I, let's not talk about that, please. It's already over. It's over. Okay, we uh, had a few fun days of joking and laughing uh, and being mad, and that's gone. Uh, all we have left now is um, praying that Marshawn Lynch is the uh, MVP of the Super Bowl. Right? Is that the only hope we have left in this world? I would I would really enjoy that just to see what Barrero does. That's <laughs> that's really all I would care about is to <laughs> see Barrero explode. I am um, not a um, I don't have any um, actual problem with him, but I'm not a Barrero listener. Is he is he flipping out about Marshawn? Uh, he had a couple tweets yesterday and just was basically, you know, he he didn't he thought he was just being an idiot as opposed to you know having fun with it or whatever so i don't know and compared to other people i mean his his response is relatively tame compared to pioneer press guy oh, brian murphy and holy shit that is the that is the epitome of the parking lot for for eight dollars an hour yeah okay without That's the media sure. there that the, the sure. thing that actually actually nobody cares about in this whole equation <laughs> we got God bless the Pioneer Press. They're trying so goddamn hard to stay afloat. But boy, we matter. If Pioneer Press wasn't at the Super Bowl. I don't think anyone would notice. That's just you know. Oh, it's I, like I, I don't get it. It's like Brad Johnson continues to try to try to butt into this uh, quarterback conversation to prove that he's interesting. <laughs> 
Just walk <laughs> away. You're not interesting. Quit faking it. Yeah, he should just keep changing the story. Like, you know, I gave 7,500 to the ball boys to scuff them up, and I killed a hooker. <laughs> I, I mean, just, just keep, <laughs> keep, you know, just up in it, you know. Gave state secrets to Saddam Hussein in 1998. <laughs> just you know, keep keep up in the ante. <laughs> but no one, no one cares. No, he he just he's he's Brad Johnson. His name is Brad Johnson. Yeah, There's just, nothing he can do. Nope. Go on a rampage. Still not going to work. Um. Yeah, that about does it for us. Should we should we wrap up? We have a let's <laughs> let's get to a let's get to a couple items we have. Um, we've got some we've got some reader. Some listener mail. We've got items. We do? Yeah. Yeah. We got a couple items. Let me ask you this one. Here's a talker for you. Um, we're going to talk Vikings um, just because uh, all, they're the most interesting of the worthless organizations in the state. Um, I think that's reasonable. Yeah. I don't think anyone would disagree with that. Nope. Yeah. They, they, uh, God bless them. They keep us young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So assume- oh, did I mention? Did, did I mention? Okay, this is completely off of the items list. Did I mentioned that you. Mike Zimmer was at the um, the uh, Legion in Hector, Minnesota, a couple of weeks back. Shut the fuck up! What? Like just oh. random? Like does he? Uh, but- I don't know if he was passing through town with his wife or something, but they stopped at the Legion and had like a chicken dinner. This is not what? a bit. This is not a joke. My aunt was my aunt who barely knows how to text was texting me on her flip phone what? to let me know. She's, on, she's up on burners. Broxy. I told you he's awesome. <laughs> Fuck you, Broxy. You, I, I just, apology right now. I, I demand a formal apology. You have the been Legion eating a chicken dinner. I, uh, are you on, are either of you on time hop? Do you use that app? Uh, no. no, but I've seen it in use. It's great. It just basically sends you, here's what you tweeted exactly one year ago and two years ago and three years ago and however long you've been on Twitter and Facebook and whatever yes. else. Uh, it's it's actually really good. It's a, It serves as a reminder for me that I am way less funny than I think I am. <laughs> That's not true. Every goddamn day I open it up and I go, oh my God, I cannot believe I thought that was... Funny. You're so hard on yourself. I swear to God, it's it's fucking embarrassing. And you know what the other thing it serves to remind me is? I have wasted probably fifty percent of my free time arguing with you, Clarence. <laughs> Every day there's like probably. eleven tweets over the you know of that, and nine of them are me going, dude, just I disagree. Stop trolling me. <laughs> uh yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Uh, At least you have two kids. Yeah, exactly. At least I have that to come home to and just hate my life every single second. Oh um, God, it's great. See, the there's a, there's a key to to the trolling that I'm. Not, I'll probably well, I'll probably never let you in on, uh, but it gets you every time. Every time you just like, I'm never doing it again, ever again. And then like one day later, you're yelling at me again. Oh God, <laughs> I feel like that's probably about fifteen different topics. Uh, I don't know. I can't help it. I cannot help it. I don't know how to diffuse a situation with with humor. That's a that's a skill that I just don't have. I just get very serious. <laughs> I'm gonna prove my point, and I guarantee every single person reading is like, I don't give a shit about the point. I don't care. Stop it. Uh, anyway, uh, the reason I brought that up is because I had a time hop a few days ago where I was teasing you because um, I don't know if you remember this, but Zimmer had an opening press conference and he was, you know, salty and old school and whatever. And you were like, I'm all in 100%. I don't give a shit. I'm all in. I love him. So I think that you're, uh, you're still very much in love with him. The honeymoon is still, the honeymoon is still yep. going between you and, and old Zim Dog. We're doing it like, yeah, doing it upside down, like kangaroos. <laughs> I, just, I don't even know if that's a saying. I just made yeah. that up. He is, uh, he's, he's your, he's your uh, I don't know, your uh, weak spot or something like you. A blind spot. He's, he's your blind spot. Yeah. You can't possibly dislike a guy My who bugaboo. is yeah, I can't, old school I can't go. and you just heard that. I mean, your pants are off right now, right? He was at a small it. town legion having a chicken yes. dinner. It's like you dinner. guys are making this shit up just to make see how far I'll take yeah. it. Yeah, he was just surveying some farmland and had some thoughts on uh, <laughs> so uh, how my the Oliver seventy seven was broken down and Zim rolled the sleeves up. I got an overall, fixed it right yeah. there at a spot. 
Grandpa tried to pay him. He wouldn't take it. Wouldn't take wouldn't it. Take ask for no credit. They they want to take a picture. He said, "I'm not really into pictures." <laughs> Just moving on. Uh, so, Stu, did you get any other information on why he was there? I mean, it, this wasn't um, like an, an official appearance, is what you're saying, right? I no, no. They were just passing through. They wanted to stop for dinner, and um, I don't think they, I don't think they have. They don't have any family in Outstate Minnesota. They're not from here, so I, I don't. don't I don't think there is any connection between them and, and, and Minnesota. You know, we would have figured it out at this me, point. Yeah, actually, it occurs to me. Though, know. Um, did, correct me if I'm wrong. His wife passed away a few years ago. She had like a ru- really rough battle of cancer, if I remember correctly. I know that she Sounds died. Familiar. I don't exactly know the reason yeah, why. So it but... might have been. It might have. It might be a lady friend, and maybe she is from around here. I don't know what his current marital status is. I well, just remember that he was that he was widowed. Oh, that could be. That makes and maybe sense. Maybe you're letting the cat out of the bag now. Maybe he's just trying to lead a quiet life with some maybe gal. Well, okay. Then. Move on. And here's <laughs> Sue, the provocateur. Yeah. Where's, fucking, uh, where's Marth bad mouthing our like four listeners? You know, so we only have four listeners. Nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Sorry, that was my John Marthaler imitation. Also, my Dave Marthaler imitation. <laughs> <laughs> Zimmer is enjoying a quiet uh, uh, night in uh, Hector, Minnesota, whatever the nearest <laughs> lake on an dinner. ice house, and he's listening to Jason Isbell <laughs> drinking a hardcore beer, and uh, he has no idea his world is about to fucking blow up in his face with this rumor mill. Doesn't really, matter. Uh, <laughs> Clarence will you, kill you everybody. Over, in you his overestimate path. the uh, quality of the beer and the music at the Legion, but it. You know. <laughs> probably true. But he doesn't care. He doesn't even give a shit. No. Little old a Miller, a Miller. Uh, I don't know. There was a Miller Light tap, and there, there was go. probably you know freaking Toby Keith or something on the speakers. I don't know, but but yeah, he was there, and by all accounts, super nice. Kind of kept to themselves, but didn't like you know put on airs or anything like that. Just oh, thank God. God, do <laughs> I hate airs. <laughs> oh. Nobody, nobody likes the airs. No. I, we, we, are, calf we are anti way, just, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Saw some guy pulled over on the side of the road, fixed their flat tire. Oh. Greatest so, yeah. guy of all time. Yep. He's the best. He doesn't understand advanced statistics, but uh, he is the best. Not like that matters. Not like that matters. Okay, let's get to oh, our here item. Here we go. We've got a couple items here. Um, items? Wait, I thought we had listener mail. Yeah, we've got listener mail. We've got listener mail. This one comes from uh, this one comes from Zyke Mimmer. I don't know who that is. Um, <laughs> assuming AP is gone, who is currently the best player on the Vikings roster? I'm not asking who has the most potential. That's Ted. But right now, who is their best player? Is it Harry Smith? Because that's my answer, and it's fucking depressing. A safety. Fuck. Are there any other candidates? Uh, uh. It's a good question. Thank you for, for writing in, um, anonymous uh, person. That guy sounds pretty, yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. No idea. We should get him on here someday. Um, I would say, yeah. Um, if you, I mean, I think you need one more year to see if Xavier Rhodes is for real. And one more year to see if Anthony Barr is for real. Whereas Harrison Smith's been good for like more than one season. Well, Anthony Barr is... Played what twelve games? Exactly. Maybe uh, so yeah, yeah. Uh, it's Harry Smith, and uh, as our very perceptive letter writer said, that's a safety should not be your best player. No, that's that's not a good sign necessarily. No, or the other people in conversation should have started at least one full season in the NFL. Ideally, yes. yes. Ideally, ideally, yes. Maybe Sullivan? I don't know. Sully? Yeah, it might be Sullivan. That's you know, you don't know. He's a lunch pail guy. Lunch pail guy. Then how do you assess this? Has a, a beard. A center. How do you it's like yeah, a, I know. I don't know. I I could sit there and only watch Sullivan all day long and still not know if he played a well a good game or not. Fuck I don't know what I'm looking at. I um it was an interesting question by this uh again, what an astute <laughs> Just a just a fantastic question. It's amazing. Um, Beryl, and it was uh, inquisitive, uh, open ended, just just wonderful. Um, and it's probably obvious... only a couple spelling mistakes. 
Yeah, not a many. couple spelling mistakes and only three swears. But not many. That's pretty good. No, that's baby piss. So it's hard to think about, um, for me at least. I, I didn't know if there was a statistic that can normalize or that, you know, that can try to compare like a, a defensive lineman versus sure. a receiver, or tight end, or whatever. Um, obviously, really difficult. Um, so I started doing some, um, some digging and. I know that I've talked a lot about football outsiders here. Um, there's another site that's equally, maybe more respected in the sort of wonky um, stat geek community for football called Advanced Football Analytics. Um, Boardof.com? Oh, Advanced Football. Yeah, not quite. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll call it AFA for short. How does that sound? Um, so right. um, they actually do some some really, really interesting work kind of around this um, trying to again e- compare and normalize between they have this thing called ex- um, expected points added, um, so it's very similar to um, um, wins per game or points, you know, um, like you see in other sports or whatever. So they do a pretty good job of comparing um, overall positions. And so I looked up the Vikings, and um, leading the way was Harry Smith. Yes, he was our number yep. one best well, player. Well, there you go. Well, what the hell? Yeah. Whoever that letter writer was. It's amazing. I, it. He might he might secretly look at some of these numbers and then pretend, oh, shucks, I don't know any of these newfangled statistics, but my eyes are telling me, Harry, do you think he would do something like that? I cannot speak for said person, but I know not. that he has not done that. But that's a <laughs> you don't know, but you, you know for sure that that's not possible. I know that's not possible. No. <laughs> uh, so it's not perfect. I looked at some other teams as well. and um, um, So, again, if you go to advancedfootballanalytics.com and you go to stats, um, and there's this Is advanced, anybody else close? advanced team stats. Um, so it's interesting. Um, what I think happens just overall with this statistic is it seems to underrate um, some cornerbacks. I looked up uh, Sherman and Revis, and they, they were really good, but they weren't as good as what I was expecting in terms of compared to other positions. But um, yeah. second best player um, is uh, Emerson Griffin. Oh, sure. Emerson okay. Griffin, yep. And then third in only twelve games, as mentioned, was um, was Anthony Barr. So that's a really good okay. sign for him. To, if he played a full season, he probably yeah. would be. Um, Xavier Rhodes, um, pretty good actually. Munderland did better than I was thinking, or or Rhodes was worse than I was thinking. That's what's kind of hard for me to to understand. Um, our guy Bob Blanton, not good. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> not good at all. With the advanced <laughs> Stats guys and the eye test guys tend to meet. That's, like, oh. <laughs> that's, that's act right there. That's you know, I was um, I was actually I don't know if I, I don't know if I, want, I don't know if you want to say impressed or um, or not. I don't, you know, it kind of depends on your opinion. But this did really align pretty well with the eye test. I mean, um, you know, Greenway wasn't very good. Greenway and Hodges were equally, uh, you know, basically ineffective. Um, mm-hmm. Brinkley was terrible. Brinkley looks to be the worst player on our team. Well, he will be gone. Oh, so we don't have Jeff. to worry about him anymore. T. Johnson. But, is that Ted? Ted Johnson? Yeah. Yep. T. Johnson was better than Brinkley this year from Tom, unexpected. Tom Johnson. The defensive Tom line. Johnson, yes. Tom? Sorry. Yeah, Tom. Tom. Okay. Um, so Tom Johnson was better than was better than Brinkley. Um Old Teddy B. Teddy B was fine at thirty-eight point four. Is, is Tom Johnson played all right? He had a bunch of sacks this year. He did fine. Oh well, let's see. Oh, he had seven, seven sacks. That's pretty good for being Tom Johnson. Exactly. Yeah, if you're Tom Johnson, you're you're very excited about it. Um, there's also uh, this. So this looks at um, tackles, assisted tackles. Tackle factor, a factor in tackles, apparently. Uh, sacks. Sure. Uh, so this is like sacks for yards, you know? So it's a little bit less about the actual talent and more about, like, the actual result, you know? Because, like, sack for a four-yard loss or a 12-yard loss doesn't really mean you're actually better at sacking somebody. It just worked out better that you helped your team. 
So sure. Yeah, it's not it's not perfect, but um, but yeah, I thought it was I thought it was really interesting. Um, Jarius Wright was our most effective wide receiver, which is insane to me. Um, I guess that everybody else was so terrible, but he had a lot better. This did 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 old Chuck Johnson only play for us for seven games? Yeah, he didn't play a majority of them. I know that. I couldn't tell you exactly how many. My sense is that Jarius Wright probably had some ga- some catches in some really key times to swing the win probability factor or whatever, whether it was a you know, long oh. third down or whatever. Again, it doesn't mean that he's better. It just means that he affected wins and losses more. So, um, so yeah, that was interesting. And I started looking at, like, other, again, other teams. And our defense, um, it doesn't look like, again, I'm just sort of looking at um, some of the better defenses. You don't need a bunch of – you don't need all 11 guys to be good. Like, every team has – four or five guys that looked, or maybe three or four guys that looked kind of shitty. Um, mm-hmm. So I think if Griffin, Barr, Rhodes, and Smith are still good next year, that's a pretty good core. And then maybe they got to hit on at least one other like big impact guy for them to be have a solid defense next year, no matter what. Whether that's through the draft um, or free agent or trade or whatever it's going to be. Um, or somebody that existing steps up, does better than... Yeah, I mean, I know... Tariq Floyd develops more uh, Linval Joseph. We all believe that the answer next year is Adi Cole, right? <laughs> my guy! Yes. Samson. The legend of Mankato. <laughs> Mr. Mankato. Yeah. Um, so that would be nice. Um, so it's kind of... But, you know, I was... I know that we talked before about linebacker and cornerback being the two most important, and this... This kind of holds up that it'd be obviously those are the two biggest points. But Barnwell, um, do you guys read Barnwell on Grantland? Bill Barnwell. I no. do, but I haven't read that one. He's the to me the best football writer uh, in the country. I think he's super insightful and smart and um, really hardworking and all that. Um, anyway, he talked about um, the importance of cornerbacks nowadays uh, to have three really good ones because so many teams are a nickel more often than they ever used to mm-hmm. be. I don't know for what reason, but... Um, I agree completely with them. Yeah, and I, I wasn't aware of that. I I just thought if you had two good ones, you're, you're probably set. And he was specifically, I think, talking about the Patriots, because I think they do that a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, so that now has, has swayed me, that comment of his, um, that now I want them to target a cornerback next year for their first pick. I don't even know if there's a guy available. Does Notre Dame have a guy I, coming out? They have to have a senior. <laughs> no, no, they certainly don't. But it won't stop. It doesn't mean I'm going to stop them. I'm just saying, it's, no, they don't have anyone worthy. Spielman's on the phone right now with the NCAA trying to lobby to get any of the Notre Dame backfield draft eligible. Freshmen, <laughs> incoming com- commitment guys, all of them. Please let them be draftable because I'll take them. Good luck, Rick. Um, yeah, so there you go. That's a pretty, I thought, a very interesting um, statistic that, again, I it's one of those things where I, I think that, um, especially thinking about football, there's, you know, 22 dudes just running into each other out there. It looks like it, it, it's hard to tell who's gets credit for what on each play. Um, but it's that old saying of don't let perfect stand in the way of better. Um, mm-hmm. These seem a little bit better than judging on, like, tackles because, again, our sure. leading oh, tackler sure. was uh, old Bob Blanton. Well, he played the most defensive snaps I think last year, which is remarkable. Which is hard to do from the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! But uh, I am very encouraged by Anthony Barr's advanced statistic. He looks as good as we thought that he looked, which is awesome. Um, okay, so there you go. There's the item. The answer, we think, is uh, Harry Smith, but not for long. Hopefully. Clarence. Because if he's, still the, if he's still the best player at the end of next year, that's probably bad, right? I think that is probably bad, yes. Yes, okay. Unless he is the new, uh, what's the the guy with the hair? Troy Polamalu? Troy Polamalu. If he's him, he was a safety, wasn't he? Or, kind um, of? Uh, he was. He is. Well, yeah. he is, yeah. He's probably one of the few 
team. They were probably one of the few teams that had a safety as one of their best players that did well. Yeah, actually, I saw this year they're uh, they were terrible defensively this year. Pittsburgh, they were not good. yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They were. Uh, if you look at advanced, the old AFA, they were twenty fifth in the league def- defensively. Or if you watched, if you watched any of their games. Also, <laughs> or 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 <laughs> I think Andrew Luck put fifty on him without breaking a sweat. Yep. Yeah, brutal. Yeah. That's weird. You're weird, Pittsburgh. Uh, yep. Second best offense, though. That's insane, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Burger is a for all the he unlikable guy, great, but he, he is a, a very year. very good quarterback. I don't like him. I'm obviously no, proud of him, uh, yeah, but he had a great year. I mean, so the passes he makes are pretty yeah. remarkable. What a meathead. King no, meathead. The biggest like, meathead on like, the planet. I feel uncomfortable praising him in any way, so I'm going to stop now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you guys want to do a couple other items and then wrap this thing up? Items? Sure. Item. Item two, but I, have to, I do have to get a beer here at some point. But so oh. Let's hear what the item is first. I need you. Right you uh yeah, I'm going to need you a for sure around for the next one here, Stu. Um, okay, this is the Parenting Corner. Um, there was Parenting a s- Corner? Here we go, Parenting Corner. There was a segment on the news the other night about the dangers of bribing your kids, i.e. giving them a reward for doing something well. I don't know why this person has to explain to me what bribing means, but fine, whatever. Um, <laughs> well, maybe you, did, maybe you don't understand what, what bribing is. Brandon. Giving them a reward for doing something well. So there you go. There's your definition. Uh, I thought the segment was fucked. Life is all about bribes. That's why we work. If you give your kid a piece of candy for cleaning their room, who cares? Anyway, what are the thoughts from the other dads? Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't don't know why this... uh, I don't know why this uh, uh, listener... If you've got parenting so figured out that you can worry about bribing your kids. <laughs> that's actually a great point. <laughs> yep. I mean, that's Jesus Christ. <laughs> if that's at the top of your list of... If that is the thing you've got to worry about with your kids, congratulations. <laughs> you've got... You're, you're, you've, you're great. You're, you have nothing to worry about. You're fine. The rest of us who are flawed, oh. who have kids with flaws, it's absolutely fine. Give them a piece of candy, a dollar bill. Let them stay up until midnight. Let them like watch a movie on Netflix. It's kind of, eh. I mean, just yeah, let them go to deadspin.com yeah. on th- on a Thursday. Oh, well, that might be. Yeah, that's, okay, that's a little, that's, <laughs> a little that's, far. But don't you judge me? It, it helps him calm down. Yeah, if it's to get him to stop setting the curtains on fire or all right, here's insulation. some hardcore fucking on deadspin.com. Okay, yeah. just put the lighter down. Takes a cupcake. Well, fuck it. Um, yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, I, yeah, I am. I am pro. I am soundly pro bribe. I would love to be in a, you know, where I wouldn't have to worry or be able to ponder such a, you know, esoteric type of question. But Jesus <laughs> God. All right. Well, it's, if we're all going to agree on this, so that's a horrible talker. It's and just, I, I apologize so on behalf I'm of the so writer. Angry I'm getting another beer. It's such a white wine. It's like, where do you store your vet in the winter? Like, I would fucking love, like Stu said, I would love to have that problem. Um, yeah, I don't know where you, maybe I think that the, the problem we're running into is the term bribe seems like a very serious word, but it's really, can we just call it positive reinforcement? I, yes, it's, yeah, that's, you're probably right. Bribe is political connotations that sound bad, but in the realm of parenting, it's pretty, pretty innocent. I blame this listener. Um, for uh, watching the news, just in that, general, that's that's the that real could issue. be. Yeah, that could be. I I will say that I don't think the listener actually saw the segment. He saw the teaser. Mm. He or she mm-hmm. saw the teaser and he was like, "That's fucked," and then didn't actually watch, but was writing the question at the time that he saw the segment. Sure, and was like, "Oh." Boy, this is kind of piquing my interest right now. Maybe I'll write it down. Yeah. But in retrospect, it uh, everybody on the show now agrees. So maybe it wasn't 
Well, no, I mean, I think that there's, everybody has their own limits of what's acceptable and what isn't. And I think that one thing that you learn as a parent is I am now ashamed to have ever, if I don't think I really did, but to have, I'm retroactively ashamed for judging other parents for anything that they did. Like, obviously yeah. hitting is bad, but everything well, else short of that, like I see people like freaking out in public on their kids and I'm like, yeah, I get that. Yeah. I get that. Yep. Go ahead and yell. You deserve it. Um, Sort of on that topic, um, so Jones is three, and he's a um, maniac. And absolutely, like he means well, but he's just so high strung, and he's just screaming and yelling and running around. And he's—I don't know if I'd call him poorly behaved, but yeah, he's just—he's a lot to handle right now. He's a handful. So we got one of those like. <laughs> But I'm beyond that age, so I'm going to laugh. Oh, man. Do you remember it? Do you remember the three years old? And yeah. That's why I'm laughing. Yeah. Trying to turn into their own. They're, they're becoming their own people, you know, um, having their opinions on things. And uh, it obviously comes with a lot of upside, too, because he actually, like, makes me laugh. He's got a sense of humor and personality and all sure. that. So it's not all bad. But uh, awesome. getting him to actually do what we want is um, such a chore. Challenge. Yeah. Okay. So we... Bought one of these like um, these like chart like star chart sort of deals where you he can mm-hmm. get points and all that. So it's sort of like a it's right. a bribe, but it's a long con, right? Like we're really sure. spreading this thing out. Did you guys use those it's ever? Or have any experience yeah. with them? Or oh, we've done that charts and all for everything for food for tooth for brushing your teeth for um, using the bathroom. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. We use that. So you get a star if you don't take a shit on the floor. <laughs> in your pants, I think that oh, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe what you're. Maybe you're out of diapers. I'm not judging. <laughs> Nobody's judging. Nobody's judging here. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, okay. So and then at the end of it, once they get X amount of stars, they get a something, some sort of reward, like a bag, ice of- cream, or yeah. Yeah, sure. A treat or something? Okay. And that works on a three-year-old? Did they understand the concept of all this? Oh, I don't remember. I got so many. They all run together. Um, Got so many kids. (laughs) Yeah, I think it did. Yeah, once they get the concept, sure it did. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll give it a whirl. Oh, yeah. Give it. At least try it. It ain't going to hurt anything. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Okay. Cool. All right. So that um, that was a less good talker. We agree. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't as good. But you know what? What? It's not going to be every issue is going to be the fucking McLaughlin group here. Plus, sometimes it's nice to to agree on something, um, and it's validating for our listeners to be like, "Oh yeah, okay, good. We've got a consensus here. It's amazing." This isn't a bit where we just yell at each other like on ESPN. If we we just yeah, we agree, we agree. Bribing's great. Everybody agrees. Amen. Good. Um, Okay, so this is another one from a different. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Brent listener, uh, this one completely different. coming from um, Hanny Deatley is his name which is a funny sort of name, but um, brings back good memories of a, one of our favorite old players. Um, he said, my wife, four eyes, has a significant birthday coming up this spring. We also have our 15-year wedding anniversary, so I'm under the gun for a big oh, gift, and I'm stumped. Sweet. I'm looking so nice. f- for a cool something to surprise her with. Dangling Parsifal. Um like someplace fun to fly for a three or four day vacation. Obviously, within reason, we're not going to Athens or Chile for three days. 
Maybe someplace in the Midwest for a round trip. Jesus Christ, this is a long question. Maybe yeah, someplace is. in the Midwest for a road trip. Maybe a cool present. I could always just do a surprise party at a bar with family and friends. Maybe the simplest answer, like, geez, maybe the simplest answer like that is the best. Any recommendations? F, I'm so stumped. So this guy at least didn't do, didn't actually use the F word, which we really appreciate here. Yeah. Um, but he's still for Although it was uh, 5,000 word long. Uh, this is a, um, a tough one, and I think it's probably pretty jerk. universal for husbands. Um, there is nothing more stressful in my life than gift time for, for my wife. I mean, to me, Valentine's Day is not really a time anymore. I think we've talked about it. We'll maybe do a no. dinner here or there, but it's, it's not a thing. It's not an expectation no. anymore. And I, that feels like, again, a, a fairly universal thing. There are probably still women who freak out about Valentine's Day, but... I don't know. They're they're becoming a rare breed. Um, Amen. Yeah, and good, and good. Thankfully. And I don't know about you guys, but Christmas is not a huge deal for us either. We're so fucking stressed out with everything else. We are not like hard, you know, buying really huge presents. Um, but anniversary no. and birthday are still remaining. Those are the last two that refuse to settle down, right? <laughs> I think birthday more so than anniversary, but big anniversaries are are still big. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I think the anniversary is more about like trying to be sort of thoughtful and cute, but birthday is, of course, it always will be, and it probably is for everybody, no matter how old you are, um, somewhat important um, for everybody. So um, my answer for you is I don't have any fucking clue, man. Well, that's th- that's helpful, Brandon. <laughs> I, I mean... Uh, if I the were end. the person writing the question, sure. that's completely. Let's under just do the some gun. role play. Let's do some role play. You pretend like Let's do you some role actually. Play and I'm the guy yeah, who yeah. Had, who is under the gun and completely effing stumped. Yep, and has nothing. I'm uh, turning to my I, my hip I, younger I, friend for advice. Uh huh. I thought about this for a little bit, and uh, I've been to Denver before. You know what? That's actually at the very top. It's funny that you mentioned that. That is right now what I'm um, what I'm considering. Can either drive there or fly there. Yep. Um, I think we have to fly. Flying is uh, is pretty cheap right now for the most part. Yeah. Denver is typically about two hundred bucks, right? Yeah. It's oh, fairly short I, I and I hesitate to say this, but I, there's no way that they would ever know. So yeah, um, God, I'm going to say it anyways. I'm going to say it. There, there's a reason why Denver is tough because there's somebody that lives there that I don't like. Uh-huh. And if we went, then we would have to, because we've never been, then we'd oh. have to see him. Okay. Like oh. they'd know. That's a bummer. Yep. So gonna, you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I obviously can't say who it is, but. Yeah. Yeah. Our, that's our, the, yeah. our guest it's last the, week. Uh, it's Patrick Waugh, right? I'm sorry. I, what was that? Patrick Waugh. So if you go. <laughs> You have yeah. talked shit about him before. We oui. yes. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's back. Let's back the train up a bit um, before we get into locations. Can you tell me if you if uh, this person's uh, wife was writing down just in general, uh, irrespective of anything else, the five things she loves the most in the world? What would those five things be? Like a certain type. Does she like? Does she, does she like uh, like booze? Yeah. yeah <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Does she, okay. Does she prefer uh, beer or wine? Uh yes. Okay. Does she okay. like being active or seeing sights or like sleeping or? Not hiking. That's it'd be more like concerts and festivals. Okay. And okay. Some tunes. Parks and stuff like that. Okay. Not hiking or kayaking. No, it's a little too far. Okay, so but like walking right. around. Yeah, yep. Okay. And a place with good, uh, like, decent scenery, so. Great, you know, sitting uh, in a ocean patio eating lunch or something like that, having a... Sitting a and cocktail. eating. This is my kind of woman. Yep, on a patio in downtown somewhere. Some people beach, watching, uh, probably some teasing. People watch, absolutely. Listening to music, uh, patio, relaxed, warm. 
Did I tell you guys that when I was out in San Francisco a few months ago, we were on an ocean patio bar and uh, a boyfriend and girlfriend were arguing like 10 feet away from us and they something got heated enough to a point where he snatched her cell phone out of her hand and crow hopped it into the ocean. Fucking awesome. <laughs> it was That's like great fucking awesome. great. Like <laughs> oh if you God. are... <laughs> I love it. If you are into the, it just reminded me because of the like sitting around and people watching, I also think is just the greatest ever. And it I was aggressive it. enough where we weren't openly gawking. And there was like three couples at this bar. There was us, another one, and then these two insane people that were like for a while trying to do like the under their breath screaming at each other, you know, like not sure. wanting to cause a scene. And I don't know what happened, why you would take... Because I initially... So he just like they grappled a little bit, kind of like right near the the railing or whatever. And then he, I'm not kidding, like two step crow hopped as far as he could throw this thing into the ocean, and then like uh, fast walked it out of the bar, and she started chasing him. And that's the last we saw. Well, that's one way of putting an exclamation point at the end of a argument. <laughs> that's amazing. Throwing her phone into the ocean. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that dots the eye. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so that's good stuff. Okay, so that sounds. Um, so she sounds like a. Okay. Um, so we we had like a list of places we we wanted to go. Yep. And just in the last few years, just last year, we, you know, Chicago was one, Nashville was another, and we did that. Okay. So those are good. Like we just did it. So like going right back, that person, whoever mm-hmm. this is, yeah. would be. It would be fun, but it's we just did it. And when do you uh when does when do you when would you guess, just sort of reading the tea leaves of this note, when do you think this person would want to go on April. April. Okay. Okay. So man. Um I was thinking uh number one, it would be you're gonna have to sp- Spend a few more nights in rather than going out to save up because it's sort of expensive. But have you been to Austin yet? That was another one. So that's, Denver, yeah. I was going to say Denver this. and Austin and San Diego and Seattle are kind of the ones we're kicking in my in my head. Or the readers. Okay. Our readers guest, head. our guest last weekend, uh, CD12 Josh, loved the Seattle Portland brewery tour he did for his honeymoon. So if yeah, I mean Portland thing. is just Minnesota with better weather. It's they're they're sister cities. They're the exact same vibe and friendliness, and but it's uh, Portland is. I would move to Portland tomorrow if I could. I mean it's it's a fantastic city, but it's a little harder to get to, um, a little more expensive. Um, but really, for me, the only city that kind of beats Portland is Austin. Um, Austin is great. It's uh, but yeah, it's spendier to get to. I think yeah. Than- yeah. Well, that's the tough part of this is it's we only got we would only have time for like a three or four day trip. If you're going to go to Austin or Portland, it's more like a you know it seems like it'd be a, since it's so hard to get there, spending yeah. three or four days. Well, I mean, I don't think it's hard to get there. I mean, direct flights, it's it's you know two and a half hours, but it's just more yeah. expensive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. I it's like I would I would guess of Austin uh, Minneapolis to Austin probably like four hundred bucks. Yeah. instead of the 200 that denver is yeah i mean you could do dallas for 200 and then drive the two and a half hours to austin it's actually a decent but drive God. but dallas sucks but uh, dallas sucks now yeah uh, i mean i don't know i thought the airport at dallas was pretty sweet <laughs> i've only been there six thousand times so um <laughs> i guess i don't know for sure but um yeah i mean denver in april is pretty fucking awesome you could go to there's so many cool cities over there. It yeah, is. yeah, it's nice and warm. It's be way warmer than here. Um, I just, you get out of Denver and you go out to like Fort Collins and Longmont and all those places with the mm-hmm. the breweries and I mean it's just Boulder's a great town. Yeah. I think that you do need That's to get out of of Denver though a little bit. Like yeah. I've always, I think I've loved the idea of Denver more than I've loved the actual city of Denver because you know you think about it, it's. It's a big city, so you get all that feel right there. Uh, you think it's you know really good people. You've got the mountains. It should be the best city in the country, and there just isn't there isn't as much there like culture wise or cool, funky neighborhood wise as I was sort of hoping. Really, it's, it's possible that I just missed it. It's I mean it's still like a great city. It's just not like I think to get the real like 
Colorado weekend, you're going to want to, yeah, head it to Boulder or head to the mountains a little bit. Um, I don't know. That was just my opinion that I, I loved Denver, but I was expecting it to be my favorite ever. But they have awesome beer there and good restaurants and all that sort of stuff, too. So. Well, that's what we enjoy. Yeah, I think, I mean, yeah, Denver's great. Um, Austin is my favorite. Um, and that's what, so Danielle is, you know, very similar. She's into drinking and eating her way through the city. Maybe, you know, seeing some <laughs> people that she can fucking laugh at if possible and being around, being around folks. Um, and she... Um, yeah, she loves both cities. So um, those are good. I think uh, it's not quite as interesting. Well, yeah, it's such a. I was. Gonna, I've always sort of had a soft spot for the the quick road trip down to Kansas City. I feel like that's such an underrated city. It's actually, we love Kansas. It's awesome, yeah, right? We it's, love doing that. It's yep. a really fun like. It really is. Take noon off on Friday. You're down there by you know get off at noon. You're down there by seven. Great barbecue mm-hmm. and beer, and it's it's an easy drive, and it's way warmer than here. So. Yeah, um, but that's not like a, that's not a destination. I always, no, yeah, I don't know. I don't think there's anything east. I, in my opinion, like if I want to go do something, I head west, no matter what, south and west. Right now, the other one is I know I mentioned we just did it, but it's such a big city, and we only saw a, a fraction of it is Chicago. Doing that, just a quick yep. drive, fly down there, drive down there. Like like you say, you can walk your way through a few neighborhoods, eat, drink. It's interesting. There's tons to see. There's okay, a... I'll throw a quick one out there, Clarence. Okay. Uh, if you want to move it, and again, this is just you know, not knowing personal situation of the person involved. Mm-hmm. If they're interested in moving it up like a month in March, fly into Phoenix slash Tempe, go to a ton of spring training games, go to oh. a bunch of... Uh, yeah bars and restaurants in the area and that's a phoenix area is a good three to four day like area and it's cheap as hell to fly into there isn't it from here isn't there like a billion flights it's the desert so i mean after three days you're in the desert you want to go home yeah right put it out there if you um whoever wrote that in wants to go out there a month earlier that would be the surprise portion of it a month earlier And it's going to be it's going to be like about eighty degrees and dry. So and I like the warm part. Yeah, the dry part good. And if she likes baseball at all, there's a ton of she games. Does. A ton of games. Yeah, yeah. And great beer, great food. Not just Tex-Mex. And all certain people don't like tacos <laughs> and burritos. But you can get a da- you can get a damn fine steak down there. So um, I bet you can. So and I've never been. And, and there's a five guy, there's a five guys or not five guys uh, in and outs down there. So it's I've a really good three day here. like uh, um, cleanse almost. And if you were to go down there, there are at least two sportive listeners at one of the area group hubs down there. So uh-huh. and uh, they'll be oh and um uh, well it doesn't matter now but um in about four minutes the. Uh, Care 11, 10 o'clock news is on. I believe they're having a uh, uh, piece on the uh, bar my brother uh, works at down there on what? Channel 11 tonight. Why? Did he kill somebody? Bar. No, oh. it's a one of us angle. It's owned by Minnesotans. Oh, nice. It's, like the big, it's the big Vikings bar down there. Uh, so that's, that's, I think, Perk and Reno are both in there today. I was going to say, so some... Uh, some producer wanted a free trip to Phoenix is based or to Tempe. Yeah, uh, remember NBC, NBC's got the Super Bowl this year. Ah, lots of people, lots of NBC employees down now there. Now I get it. Oh, I thought it was just random. I completely forgot that's where the Super Bowl is. Clarence, I don't mean to one up Stu here, but if you want to push that uh, that weekend trip up to March, you're more than welcome to come to my bachelor party for March Madness in Vegas. You and the wife head on down. <laughs> Be watching basketball for 14 hours a day, Thursday and Friday, and then losing all of our money at craps, sleeping for half an hour, doing it again, uh, beers, probably a bunch of cigs. It's going to be a nightmare. It's going to be the worst for thing that ever happened to anybody. Her, to give that to her as an anniversary birthday gift sounds yep. like the worst idea. You're coming to hang out with my friend my and his friends. <laughs> VIP seating at Cosmos. Oh my god! 
free <laughs> hot dogs and free pretzels and free Bud Light. Horrible idea. Yeah. Yeah, for me, like, uh, obviously a very, um, trying to not be, but a, a snob hipster type, this is my, uh, mm-hmm. this is the exact opposite of, <laughs> of what good I typically do, but yeah, it'll be, it'll good be, it'll be good. It'll be it's fun. Be a blast. So, yeah, Something. no, we'll, we'll have a lot of fun with it. I'm going to lose all good. of my money, just all of it, <laughs> just everything I've ever worked for to earn will be gone on some shitty craps table. Ah, you can't take it with you anyways. It'll be fun. No, yeah, that's true. So, um, okay, so that was a, that was a better item. That was... Uh, yeah, good. Three good items. Got, got some ideas. I'd like to ask yes. that listener, uh, if you are listening, which I, I'm assuming you are, um, keep us posted. You know, it's interesting. Anyone else has any travel questions that we can bat around? Um, yeah. I'm happy I've to talk about it. It's almost nowhere. Yeah, there's not be, I mean, um, besides Super Bowl wrap up next week, there's not going to be a hell of a lot else to talk about. We're next desperate. Week, so. We're desperate. Yes, we are. We are. This is the uh, the lull for items. Clarence, yes. are, Clarence, are you not a world traveler? Have you not? No, I haven't. I I love traveling. I wish I had and could do more. Same here. Okay. All right. Let's. Uh, I have been almost nowhere in my life. Let's and go round table. Here. What's your favorite place you've been to, and uh, number one place you're gonna go to? Oh, go ahead, Stu. Uh, number one place I've been to. Yeah. Um, Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. I I'd move there tomorrow if I could. Yep. Um, place I want to go to. Honestly, I'd love to go to Australia. Just hang out there. I mean, it's a prison island for Christ's sake. <laughs> Sounds I mean, like a dream. Exactly, and it's like you know, I'll, and they have winter, they have summer in January and winter in July, so they don't even know when to do their seasons right. So there's no <laughs> fuck it all. Like, so they don't they don't give a good goddamn. So let's go to Australia, upside down Canada. Exactly. So let's go with that. It's like a you have to like be in an airplane for like 28 hours, and like the time zones all get weird. You like leave on a Friday and show up like in 2013. It's <laughs> we made great time. It is. I mean, it's, that's not a knife. <laughs> they, and everybody still laughs at that. Exactly. It's a great joke. Uh, Timely. Yeah. And then if you get really weird, you like go like you get on like a boat and go to New Zealand, and there's just like hobbits and shit. That's just. I mean, yeah. Yep. yep. So let's do that. Uh, that's yeah. That's that's mine. Good, good answer. Are you ready for yours yet, Clarence? I think so. Yeah, it, uh, you know, it's going to sound like a bad World War II joke, but either Italy or Germany, one of those two, and it's just they're not related to anything other than go to Italy and see the ocean and the food. Mm-hmm. It would be amazing. And then Germany for Oktoberfest, I think, would be one of my ideal trips mm-hmm. of all time. Just go to go to the homeland for a week of just degenerative uh, activities. I don't want to get too far into your family tree, but um, are you part German, part Jewish? Well, Jewish is a religion, so you could be German and Jewish at the same time. Okay, so um, what's the... Uh, I'm 100% Jewish, or 100%, 100% German. 100% German. I don't know of anything that's not German. It may have existed. I don't know of it. Okay. Yeah, that is crazy to still be 100% as a white person these days, right? Well, there's a adoptive part, too, that I don't know what it is. So that's why I cannot couch it by saying I don't know 100% of... Uh, as far as what I know, it's all German. You know, I was in uh, Germany for... uh spent like four days there. And uh, people there were generally pretty cranky as people it's starting what? to really? make a little more <laughs> no they weren't like rude or anything but there was there was less smiles than when I, I also spent some time in barcelona and dublin and it was very there's yeah far fewer smiles in in germany they just seem like a sort of serious culture i don't know is that not maybe maybe i would enjoy italy more that's why i don't know i don't know yeah, no. I mean, we were just in Munich, but it was awesome. It was it was very it was it was very uh, European. It felt like a lot of cobblestone and very old buildings, would love that. and um, yeah, it was cool. Well, I love that stuff. I think that'd be cool. And then so to go see that during the day, and then go get shit hammered at night. 
I just think that'd be a, a dream with 500,000 people all getting drunk and laughing and singing. I just think that'd be fun. Yeah, I know the sort of um, touristy place to go. I think it's called Hofbra House, which is right sort of downtown in the, the old part. Um, so we were, I was just with a buddy going through Europe, and um, so we were told to go there by Backpacking? a... Uh, we were not backpacking. We were staying in actual oh. hotels, but uh, yeah, for the most part. Not we were, hostels. Yeah, okay. we were not in hostels. We were a uh, uh, two-week vacation, um, so we and just had a, you know, I guess you could almost call it backpacking. We just had one bag with us, so... Um, had to do some laundry at one point, but um, so enough people told us to go to Hofbra House that we started being because we're you know very anti go to whatever touristy thing we're like we're yeah, gonna we're yeah. gonna avoid all those we're gonna you know see the <laughs> real thing and but we ended up getting to um, Munich without a plan and and really no idea where to go so we found some people and asked where Hofbra House was and and went there and ended up having just the time of our lives we had just the best night and it's so funny because. We went out to, again, Dublin and Munich, and we were hoping to come back and go to, like, whatever the German bar is here or whatever the Irish bar is here and be like, it's not what it's like, man. It's not at all what it's like. This is fake (laughs) bullshit, you know. But it actually was exactly how it was. (laughs) Every single, just Germany, like, just the long tables and the huge steins and uh, uh, ladies wearing the get-ups with the stirrup with sort the of deals. That's giants like, coming flopping around. Yeah, it's exactly what it was. And then really? you, go to, you go to Ireland, and it's just dark, dark wood, dark bars. Uh, yeah, really dark. Everybody's drinking a Guinness, and we tried to order a Guinness cold, and the guy just fucking screamed at us. And <laughs> <laughs> so we came back, and we're like, "Shit, that's yeah, no, you you're doing it right. Oh, you nailed it. Kieran's on yep, eighth, or whatever the fuck these bars are." Um. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, good. Okay. So I'm gonna answer now. Um, I would say uh, tie between Dublin and Austin. I also love Austin. And then where I want to go is um, uh, New Zealand. I have a friend who's been everywhere, and he said for like culture and like crazy daytime activities, like really fun shit to do. That's the place to go. So that's really? it. Yeah, it's weird. That's I never problem. expected that. He's been to every continent, every single country. That. Yeah, because I, I was t- I was wanting to go to South Pacific. I've always heard that. That's. Just, I mean, I've seen photos and it looks mm. beautiful. He's like, it's fine if you're on a honeymoon, but it's if you want to get out and about and you know do some stuff. Um, you you're not going to want to go there because it's a little little sleepier than you'd expect. Well, isn't that the way life is? That of course New Zealand is thirty effing hours away. So it's not. Why can't like. Des Moines, yeah, the greatest, <laughs> the best body. place in the world. <laughs> Son of a bitch! Why does life have to be that way? Brainerd, Brainerd. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, let's just get on three seventy one. Greatest weekend of all time. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Um, well, that wraps up that segment. Uh, this oh, yeah. has been Travel Corner with the Sportive Guys. Um, what do you What do you say? Should we press record and get this thing started? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's all I have. As mentioned, everything else is an absolute fucking disaster right now. Um, something happened happened to go for hockey. Did, is there any theory on what's happened there? Clarence, do you know? I, you know, they, <laughs> they crumbled again this weekend. I did not see a minute of it. I was up in Wisconsin getting drunk. I don't. I really don't even know what happened. I just know that it's a disaster. Yeah, yeah, they're bad. Uh, Gopher hoops uh, loses. They're they're the uh, wolves of last year, where they lose every game by three points. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't have to worry about uh, Patino leaving us for a better job anytime soon. That's a nice thing. That's one less thing to worry about. One less thing. Yeah, one less thing. Um, the Wild are still dog shit. Is that right? They're winning tonight, and they've they've won a few in a row. They've gotten points in like four of the last five, or something like that. Uh, it won't be enough, but uh, they're playing better. But it won't be enough. Okay, so they still suck. The Wolves, I think, are sort of in the same boat. They've been playing a little bit better, but they're still terrible. Uh, I hate them. I hate all sports. I hate everything. Uh, Stu is murdering his dog right now. It sounds like. No, I, I can't quite tell what's going on. 
Mandy took her out. Sorry, I, I went upstairs. I was downstairs, not upstairs, so there's like a little more background noise. Sorry about that. Uh, no worries. Um, fan graphs and or baseball reference, I'm not sure. Or Sorry, I'm not sure what the projections are. All saying the Twins are going to be the worst team in the American Horrible. League this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I, I'm going to uh, go with the baseball reference one because uh, if you buy that uh, book, I'm, I'm in that one. Yeah, let's hear the story on that. I haven't bought that yet. Um, yeah, um, tell me. Yeah. But it's the annual uh, prospectus, right? Yes, the baseball prospectus. And um, are there any other locals that are involved with this sort of uh, publication? Or you just... um, no, no one local that I know of. I know uh, Gleeman wrote the essay last year. I wrote it this year. Um, and uh, uh, Jason Wojciechowski from Espen, the uh, Sweet Spot blog there. Uh, reached out to me was like the last freelance thing I picked up before I started my current gig at um, American Public Media, and um, just uh, wrote uh, told me to write anything I wanted about the twins, which is pretty easy to do since I've been doing it for five years now. So um, that's amazing. I, yeah. So instead of, I mean, I'm obviously I'm very sympathetic to the uh, saber community. I just am really bad with numbers. So instead, I instead I just wrote um, a short uh, post-apocalyptic uh, fiction piece about the Minnesota Twins in the style of Cormac McCarthy. So that was uh, of course you did. That's not a joke. I'm not. I'm not riffing. That's actually what I did. So, that's amazing. So pick that so, yeah, up. Baseball perspective. Like yeah, pick it up. It's um. I think uh, order from the Amazons. It's like seventeen bucks or something like that. So. I mean, I don't expect you to buy it just for the 2,000 words I wrote, but it's usually, I think, a really good, uh, if you're into the baseballs, I think uh, people seem to like it. So. And correct me if I'm wrong, for every $17 we spend, you get about 14 of that. Is that how that works? You get almost <laughs> all of that. I sure hope that's how it works, because, uh, no, it's um, sadly, that is not how it works. But, um, yeah, Peter Gammons wrote the foreword to the goddamn thing, so I'm in, a, I'm in the same thing as Peter Gammons is in, which is just a... Really bad thing for his career, obviously. It's your colleague. Your colleague, Peter yeah, Gammons. My colleague, Peter Gammons, wrote the foreword. Who's in the Baseball Twitter's Hall of Fame. And he's in there with me making dumb jokes about the Mall of America. So, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's a weird thing, but it's kind of cool, I guess. I'm vaguely proud of it, but, you know, well, you I don't be. know. You should be proud. I'm actually proud that I'm talking to you. That's how yeah. proud you should so, be. Yeah. I think it's a good. I think it's a good bit. I think. I'm. I'm happy with what I wrote. People. I mean, it's definitely not a. Uh, you know, it's not breaking down. You know, Glenn Perkins's. You know, effectiveness and. If that's you know, what they wanted from you, they shouldn't have asked. You. Exactly. No, that's, I said yeah. I, that's the first thing I said. Is I'm taking this, and if you really want me to write the way I write. Then you're going to get what I well, know right. You have a fairly well established track record of yeah, you yeah, you're, you're not yeah. you're not going to get like you're not going to get um, you know VORP. You're not going to get VORP from me at all. They know your brand. They know yeah my brand. Well established brand. So, but yeah. Anyway, it's on shelves now. Go buy it. Make me feel good. So, will you sign it for me? I would absolutely sign it for anybody who wants me to sign it for him. Don't sign my shit. I know. <laughs> so yeah, that's a thing that happened. All right, before we go, a quick shout out to Barb Abney. She uh, she is just the best, man. I'm gonna miss her. Uh, not gonna say anything bad about the current because I love the current. But you know what? What I think that I thought was interesting about uh, her leaving was an insane uh, or surprising outpouring of support for her, which I thought was really impressive. Um, and I think it just goes to show you yet another example of how far in life you can get by being just a very nice, friendly person. I think that's like an underrated aspect of being a grown-up and in the working world. Um, you should be good at your job, but you also should be a very nice person because uh, there are a lot of people who really care about that. So, um, like Dana Wessel's terrible, and he keeps getting work. So I don't know what the deal is. With he's that. so he's ineffective at basically Here everything. Yeah. 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 Um, but I think that that goes sort of... I don't think people talk about that aspect of the business world enough. Um, 
And that's another good example. She obviously was just good at her job. I mean, she played music we all liked, which is one thing, but she was also, I think, to a person, uh, was, I used to have this blog, you know, long time ago that nobody read. I mean, honestly, like very almost nobody read. And she somehow found it and would comment on it from time to time. And we'd go back and forth on email and she didn't have any need to do that. It wasn't, you know, anything that she was doing for, for any reason besides just being a friendly person. So, um, I thought that was uh, cool, and um, hopefully she turns up somewhere else uh, very soon. But to you kids out there, be nice. It's very, it's very helpful for your career. Yes. Treat other people. Treat people with kindness and warmth. Unless yes. you're on a podcast, then yell at just Then exactly, we got to tell Robert Bland joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's probably not going to be on anytime soon. No, no, no. I don't think so. Yeah. All right, we somehow made this thing uh, last an hour. I have no fucking idea how that Nicely happened. Nicely done. Um, but we did it, so um, uh, I think we should probably call it quits. So this has been... Um, what has this been? This has been the Sports Abyss with Fuckface and the Ball Gag. Uh, travel and uh, Listener Mail Edition. So there you go. Yes. Please That'll, send more. Please send more to help us get through February and uh, more items, please. And uh, Godspeed and go Marshawn Lynch and uh, go Skittles. Yes. Okay. Love you. Bye. 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 Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.